Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Like Anger Production. Bradley has some controversial sauce talk. We have- Keep your sauces traditional. Biatches and their sauces. I got opinions. Okay. Specifically, I want to take your... We're going to have a little food fight. You guys don't have to agree with me, but here's... I'm just going to go off for a moment. Feel free to join the conversation if you want on Twitter. You can send us individually an email. For some reason, our show email is still not working, I don't think. Or no one wants to email us. Or don't email us. It's entirely possible that we just don't care. (laughs) No, no, I'm not going there. Uh, But you can call Mike, too, and uh, he'll take your call. Somebody purports to say that there is the best dip for mozzarella sticks is not marinara sauce. So I don't know about you, but where I come from, you you get a mozzarella sticks, it's going to come with marinara sauce. Right. And I think the first time I had that was at TGI Fridays. And it's so good. Yeah. So good. Mike, do you, are you a fan of mozzarella sticks? I'm a fan of mozzarella sticks and I'm a big uh, condiment guy. I love all sorts of sauces. Now I'm open to other sauces, Mm -hmm. but this one says not like... (laughs) You can have other sauces. This one's this article in the Takeout, which is a wonderful food site, mm. thetakeout.com. The best dip for mozzarella sticks isn't marinara. And I thought to myself, wait, maybe an additional sauce would be nice, but better than marinara? <sighs> the first time, uh, let's see, this guy who wrote the article, I'm just going to cut to the chase. He says that it's peach Melba sauce. Ugh. Okay. So you know, like when you get, um, oh, what is it? You get it's like a, a peach raspberry sauce. It's it's like a fruity sauce, and I guess yeah. they do this for different. Um, I don't know, like which. a mango. Is it like a chutney? It's a ras. It- Melba itself is a raspberry sauce. So oh. peach, uh, you know, would be like the peach version of that. And apparently, this guy says Melba sauce, so I guess it's mostly raspberries. So it's basically like fruity jam. Uh, pairs with the salty mozzarella really well. And I thought to myself, are you drunk? Yeah, he probably fruity is. Fruity sauce on your cheese? when you're drunk, you go, this is good. Well, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but I just, to me, I thought, that's disgusting. Can we stop trying, like, chicken wings? Ideally, hot wings, specifically buffalo wings. Blue, Blue cheese. cheese. Blue cheese. Right? Yeah. Now, you can have other sauces. If you want to do ranch, that's cool, that's too. That's fine. Look, I would put ranch on people. I mean, I just like <gasps> oh. ranch. I'm just saying, you can put ranch on anything. Hair. 
I would probably eat a clump of hair with some ranch. Oh my god! Wouldn't you? you Deep fry clumps that. of hair. No. And my own hair. <laughs> I don't want to make it weird. What about Jamie's hair? No, that's probably a, a bridge too far. But like, I'm just saying, I could eat most anything. Cardboard. Okay, let's be less creepy. Okay, cardboard. cardboard. P- ranch. Yes. Right. I'm not super into ranch, but it is a cousin of blue cheese, okay. so I don't hate it. But yeah, I do agree that wings should have that sauce. Blue cheese plus blue whatever cheese. else you want. You want to do yeah. the French and blue cheese. You want to do the ranch and blue cheese. You want to do whatever. You, fine. But to say something is better, do you? Would you like a fruity fruit sauce for mozzarella? You think that's better than marinara? Anyone? No, not in this room or the uh, other one. I demand a dozen mozzarella sticks right now to try. Thank you. You know, I think Where that's what we Mike, need. Oh, I guess Mike I dropped the fed. ball on that one. <laughs> yeah. I feel Mike very been, motherly to Mike, even though he's. Too, we should be bringing him food because he's doing the I know. Lord's work right he's now. He's a growing boy. Well, and <laughs> I think he's, he's also a man. been on the radio for yeah hours, hours and hours. And hours. I'd oh. give it a try for sure, but I don't know. I'm saying it's definitely better is a very, very <laughs> bold That's like why you clicked on it. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. I, I clicked on it and I went, Ugh. And then I realized, look, you know, I, I love to try new things. So I'm all in for trying new things. But to say it's better just seemed to bridge too far. Now, I want to spin that conversation into just sauce talk. Because I feel like, Dawn, um, I don't know. Everybody can relate to the conversation about like what sauce goes with what. So do you yeah. have a preferred sauce? Uh, for what? I mean, everything has its preferred. Well, do you have a preferred condiment? Like do you, something that you put mm, on everything? I really like mustard. Oh, really? Whether it be spicy mustard, all kinds of mustard. So you're like a mustard gal. Love it. Okay. Yes. And I do like mayonnaise, but it has to be real mayonnaise, not Miracle Whip. And no. that is not mayonnaise. No. I'm sorry. That is gross and i hate it <laughs> no i i totally really agree. hate it mike do you have a favorite condiment we're in the same sauce? boat i'm a big time mustard guy all the different types like a really if it, you want a sweeter one you can go the honey mustard if you want i, I love a horseradish mustard, mustard. Oh, oh that's real horseradish mustard yes. okay yeah. so i like mustard on like a sausage or something but like with fries? some cheese mm-hmm. like on a charcuterie plate if you have some some uh you know, like, I don't like that word okay so, um um uh, <laughs> Deli tray? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a bad word for me right now. But um, a meaty deli tray. Why is that a bad word for you? <laughs> oh, because my sister you have wants me to bring one for Christmas. But you guys, do you like mustard on other things? Yeah, like cheese. That's what I was saying. Like if you have a board, they have different types of mustard, and then you slather that on a cracker with some cheese. Okay. That's great. Okay, God, I'm learning so a much. Cracker, a chip, anything would be great. Pretzel is a big one, though. But yeah. now you wouldn't put it on your fries or anything, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. If there were, really? if ketchup wasn't available. Oh my God, I'm learning so much. I do need to have some type of a sauce on every piece of of um, French fry. What? You know, like the little packet, like I would just take it and open a bit of it and then go whoop. So you have to cover the entire fry? Yeah. I have to go whoop and paint it and mm. then go whoop in my mouth. Mike is looking askance at that. He and doesn't I, like it? I must admit that I'm not quite sure. Where did that come from? A lot of eating fast food in my car. And no, so you have the little I mean, packet. I eat fast food in my car, but I've never done the <laughs> This is not. This is not Who's something the... I do now. This is in my past where you go, whoop, 
with the ketchup. So now ketchup know? for fries more than mustard, probably. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing. And I, I just had this this idea of peach melba or melba sauce I on don't like it. mozzarella sticks. Just don't complicate my life. Let's just have marinara. Also, do you smell burning? <laughs> yeah, I do. What is, We're not Mike, having strokes. Do you smell that? Mike, do you smell burning? Um, no. Must I be over in there. Like, well, we don't have a toast or anything oh. in here. Really We're doing a lot of construction it. down the hall, so I think it... Oh, it's wood. Is it burning is wood? It wood? Oh, maybe. Well, they are doing some renovation. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Hey, speaking of uh, smelling things, I'm really excited. Because when we come back... Yeah. Uh, special friend. Well, she's not a special friend. She's just a friend and a special guest of the program. Why isn't she a special she friend? She could be a special friend, but you're, we're all friends here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Alex Laudner is going to be joining us to talk about something that you can find all over the Twin Cities, or at least in several places throughout the Twin Cities this time of year, a special treat. She'll tell us all about it, and we'll get to sample it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's a Friday, and we're going to talk about food. Food porn. <laughs> Let's make it sound dirty. That's Listen Dawn's that favorite. <laughs> wow. Well done. We have a very special guest for our food, uh, food, our first food episode of Food Porn, and her name is Alex Laudner, and she is a special friend. Sure. <laughs> special sure. guest. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. He, of he the was. He corrected himself. He's I like, don't know she's, why. She's a special friend, and then he said, "No, she's a friend and a special guest." And I'm I like, "Why that. can't she be <laughs> You're both. both a special friend?" I was listening in the lobby. <laughs> Oh. A little hurt. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, okay. Alex, yeah. you, you, you. Um, we talked months ago. Gosh, we were doing a thing over at Malcolm Yards, their Correct. wonderful cookbook swap for uh, the Steffs mm-hmm. from the weekend uh, weekly dish. Weekly dish. I always want to say weekend. Anyway, you told me I want to bring you something fun that people can find this time of year around the Twin Cities. Right. What my intention was really, I know that you do cheat day Fridays. Yeah. And I wanted to do something that maybe wasn't ho hos. Yeah, well, we appreciate that. <laughs> Something new and different. It's my goal in life to talk you guys into eating slightly better on cheat day Friday. <laughs> Trust, we are all ears and all mouths in this yes. case. So, can Isn't you tell us, Sufganiyot? Did I say that right? Sufganiyot. Sufganiyot. Yes. Now, tell us for the listener who may not know what they are or have not had these delectable treats, what they are, and why they're available this time of year. So they are basically Hanukkah donuts. I mean, really, they are Hanukkah donuts. Okay. And Hanukkah, do you know the story of Hanukkah? Should I talk in depth? I mean, I don't know how much Bible? I know, but no, right. feel free to give like a thumbnail. Yeah, so, you've got time. Go ahead. Right. So basically, the the story behind this kind of food that we eat at Hanukkah is that it's the oil. And the miracle of Hanukkah is that the oil that they thought would only last uh, one, was supposed to only last one day, actually miraculously lasted eight days in the temple and they were able to light the menorah for eight days that on a supply that should have really only lasted one day. So that's the miracle of lights. And in order to celebrate that, of course, we celebrate with food. Yeah. And one of the most typical ones you guys must know is the latkes, right? The oh, sure. potato pancake yeah. yes. situation with all the oil. And then the, for the dessert, you also need to have oil. And so 
in comes the Hanukkah donut, which is called sufganiyot. And sufganiyot, the word in Hebrew, is to soak. And so it's it's like a sponge that soaks uh, the oil. Got it. I which does not, not sound that appealing. I if did I'm know the, the story of Hanukkah and the, and the oil, but I didn't know that it was worked into food. Correct. That's yes. fantastic. Well, yes. I do feel like a lot of the the traditions, uh, you know, um, provide these ample food opportunities. So, generally, are these going to be available at a specific time of year? And if so, where does someone find them in the Twin Cities? Right. So, I have an article right now in Eater Twin Cities okay. that talks about this. That goes through. Obviously, you can get a jelly stuffed donut anywhere, but these uh, few places that I mentioned in the article. Have, do more the true sufganiyot, which really should be filled with a raspberry or strawberry jam and rolled or sprinkled with powdered sugar, okay. not just granular sugar and not uh, unnecessarily a glaze. Now, some places around the Twin Cities, for example, Bogarts, you know, they do their their typical glaze that's so amazing, yeah. but then they will put powdered sugar on top. So it oh is a God, true, and they're kosher sh- as well. Sugary. Oh. Sugary. Well, can you see these? Those are beautiful. Yes. Where are these from? Oh my goodness. So I have I have a half a dozen. I heard you say that Mike is hungry, so hopefully we can get yes, him some. Yes, oh, for sure. And uh, so I have three from Valley Donuts, or Valley Pastries, I'm sorry, which is in Golden Valley. And then I have three from Glamdahl donuts over oh, in minneapolis i you know god it like donuts are one of those things that i always want them and then i always forget like i'm like where do i need to go to mm. get donuts i mean there are so many places around town but there's too many to remember so these are you don't have your favorite go-to donut place no i do but okay but we're not gonna say it on there baker's wife oh yes 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 <laughs> Just because it's in my backyard and I can literally roll out the door Absolutely. and get fresh baked donuts. Absolutely. And I mean, this I've been on the road for a few hours this morning going to Golden Valley and the Tamias. Oh my gosh. To me, completely thank you. worth it. Completely thank worth it. So much for the Rose. Okay. So, should we try one? Yeah, I think we should. I did. Tell I did us what bring. We need to know. I did bring a knife in case. I'm gonna get some I don't know if I'm silly napkins. that I think that um, that you will be splitting these, but I did bring a knife. I have one napkin here, Bradley. Oh, I don't know if that's it. Probably not enough, but you can. Oh, okay. that's fine. And yeah, so fine. I did bring a knife if you want to cut them in half. But these, so I, like I said, uh, Glam Doll are these, and then um, these are from Valley Pastries. And Valley Pastries in Golden Valley, by the way, amazing place, and they are gonna close to sort of zhuzh up their space in the next few months. So. Get They're them gonna, now. Get them now or get them in uh, April, May. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then while you're cutting those, if I can go through a few yeah. other places, if I can talk about a few other places. I did bring my list because I don't memorize this. But That's okay. So like we said, Bogart Donuts also um, has these and they are kosher. Crossroads Deli, which is a Jewish deli in, I want to say they're technically... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Minnetonka. Okay. They have them, they have them uh, filled with several different flavors. So they might have lemon possibly. Uh, don't quote me on that. You can call over there. And then... Uh, a place called The Block, which is in St. Louis Park, is actually doing a full Hanukkah dinner that you can order. So Ooh. no, you do, so they have a three-course meal with matzo ball soup, latkes, um, sour cream, and, and applesauce, which is what you're supposed to have with latkes. And that's The Block in St. In Saint, Paul Park. Is it St. Paul Park? Okay. Sure. St. Paul Park. Okay. So you <laughs> have St. the computer. St. Louis Park. Okay, that's Saint what I Louis thought. Park. That's Sorry. what I thought. Okay. And then uh, Yo-Yo Donuts. Oh, has, I love Yo-Yo Donuts. Right. Yeah. They have, all year they have what they call their bomb, which is, a, again, a filled mm. donut, a mm. raspberry filled mm. donut. And But for Hanukkah specifically, they roll them in the, or they sprinkle them with the powdered sugar versus the granola. And you look happy. Oh, he's on the No, try, I'm trying to donuts. listen to our guests, and you're already you're getting <laughs> napkins or eating. Is this? Uh, I'm, are making, you on I'm here TV? for the food. Is this on? Is this being shown? No, at you all? cannot oh, see no, this one. No. Oh, that's too bad because it's beautiful. But it is beautiful, and we'll mm-hmm. make sure like the pictures go up online so people can mm-hmm. see them and that there are links right. to mm-hmm. all the oh, places. God. But right. <laughs> so here's what I want to say. Like, wow. And now everybody's gotten a chance to try them. Yes. Um, the thing about a jelly donut is I love that this is an opportunity to like revisit the jelly donut because for myself, I don't traditionally pick a jelly donut, mm-hmm. right? Like when I'm looking at a donut case, me too. It's me not too. my first choice, mm-hmm. but here you have this like wonderful opportunity to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to try. And I forgot these are really good. Right. And, and they're, they're so a cultural simple. experience. It's, yes. You can, it, you can say you're doing this in the name of culture. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and in Israel now, currently there, there's an explosion of sort of zhuzhed up, really elevated uh, Hanukkah donuts, which I don't know if I can get behind that. There's a chain called Ruladin that's doing just crazy over the top stuff. And that's oh. fun. So is it but just like different versions of filled donuts? For sure. Yeah. They have things on top. It's nothing that Glamdahl hasn't been doing for years. But I, you know, I crave, I grew up in Israel. I grew up on these, just the simplest powdered, it has to have powdered sugar, has to have raspberry, strawberry jam. That's it. I was going to say there's something I, and I too, and this is like, like when I do go to Baker's Wife or something, I get the like, you know, cake plain or, you know, chocolate iced or like simple, like, like I love the sort of like stunt donuts that have 50 different flavors, but there is something magical about just a simple donut with Done a cup well. of coffee or a cup of tea. Yes. Are you a raised or, or a cake? I, oh gosh, it's hard to say, but I think probably more cake. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no. I'm a raised. Are oh, you for raised? sure a raised. Yeah. 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 Has to have all the yeast. Yes. You're making a mess. Look at that. <laughs> I want to take it. Oh my gosh, he's going for all of it. It's a bloodbath over here. He thought he was going to just eat half, and then he decided to just absolutely. Well, if you have two halves, it might not count as a. Yeah. Did Mike get any? I did get it. It is delicious. Oh, Mike, tell us about it. Well, you bite into it, and almost at first I was like, wow, this is going to be really heavy, really dense. It's so Mm -hmm. moist, though. It's so really, really good. It does kind of just like. It's like a pillow. Yes, exactly. Melts in your mouth. Mm-hmm. 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 I like this. Well, the size, there's two different sizes here on our plate. 
And the glam dolls is considerably smaller, which for me works better. Yeah. But by all means, Alex, indulge in the biggest one. Will you come back and talk about food I'm leaving again at these. some point? Are you going to? Mm-hmm. Oh, Thank you so much. You. And where can we read about the, these again on the Eater? Eater Twin Cities. Eater right. Twin Cities. And we'll catch you on Instagram. Check her out on Instagram for all of her wonderful food Just pictures and thoughts. You. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We'll be right back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Donna, Mike Ganger Production. Hey. And we had the pleasure, if you just joined us last segment, talking to Alex Laudner. She brought us some wonderful donuts, which please pronounce the donut again for me. It is Sufganiot. Sufganiot. And say it perfectly, both of you. And we, uh, well, we ate, well, I did anyway. I made a mess of myself. And I'm sure Lori's going to yell at me when she comes in for the studio. Dawn's going to wait. Mike, you had a chance to try them. We tried uh, one from Valley Pastries. Valley Pastries. And and Glam Doll. Glam Doll. Now, we kept you because, A, we love you. Thank you. And B. I'm special, I hear. You are a special, <laughs> special guest friend. and friend special. of the program. I don't know. <laughs> Never to be forgiven. Um, but tell us, you, you had a recipe for us. Right. So I did want to mention that if you don't want to venture out, if you like making all of your own Hanukkah treats, Zoe Francois on Zoe Bakes is my favorite recipe, my favorite go-to recipe. And she's... She just has every flavor combination, but again, you can keep it really, really simple. But her basic recipes from how to cut them to how to fry them, it's a whole it's a whole technique. Your house is going to smell like oil for a week, but that's not <laughs> a bad thing, it. right? It's going to smell like oil and sugar, and that's not a bad thing. And so that is where I would recommend getting your recipe if you want to do it at home. Do you feel like it's like intimidating? Because I, I you know, I, I love to play in the kitchen and try new things. Baking, you know, I'm learning slowly but surely, but it still does does not feel super comfortable. And when I think about a recipe like this, I'd be like, oh, it seems like it's going to like I'm going to there are many opportunities to fail. So yes. do you feel like it's an approachable recipe? It I would is, imagine Zoe's I'm, would be. I'm, well, Zoe's is. But I think just the technique of get anything in oil is mm-hmm. going to be tricky because at what point do you not burn the outside and the inside stays raw? There's all of that. It depends on the size. It depends on the heat of your oil. So it's a very technical thing. Yeah. I honestly, I've tried. I've made them several times using Zoe's recipe. It was good, but in my view, it was just way too, way too complicated. Too when much. I can run to one, yes. When you could <laughs> just, just like much. show up and let somebody else. In you know, every way. It's like yes. I love, like I learned how to bake bread during the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the lockdown period of our lives. And like a lot of people, you know, were trying new things. And, and now I feel like I can finally do it in a way, but I still will love to just go to the bakery and let somebody else, you know. But I have an appreciation for those baked goods in a way that maybe I didn't before. It's a different experience. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a completely different experience. Absolutely. Right. Um, this time of, are there any other sort of baked goods that go along with the tradition of Sufganiyot? Not really in Israel, but uh, I know that at Valley Pastries, they're also doing a Hanukkah cookie decorating kit. Oh, fun. Or... Uh, or decorated Hanukkah cookies. Yeah, I will say that we don't really do that a lot in Israel. I think that's more of a because there's so, such a Christmas cookie decorating. Sure, it's like we got community a, yeah. here. Um, but in every other matzah ball soup is what you would always have. My mom makes brisket. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. I want all so of those things. In the, since this has to do with the the lighting of the menorah for eight days, are is Sufganiyat a certain day of Hanukkah that you like? It, does each day have a different oil based product? Yeah. Well, that's a that would be a great tradition, but no. Oh, you just eat all <laughs> you want all the time, like all eight days. Well, you're eating no everything. one does that. Right? Okay, right. For my family, we get together the one day that works for all of us within those eight days, and we oh, do sure. our big meal. It's it's not. You hear a lot about uh, kids getting a gift every one of the eight days. We've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> so but, you weren't spoiled. <laughs> well, I wasn't spoiled, and my daughter does not get eight. eight <laughs> you're gifts. like you're no. not getting. May gifts. I ask you about living in Israel? Sure. When did you move to the United States? I was thirteen. Oh wow, that's a really tender time. It was a little traumatic. Was it? Not gonna lie. That's how long do we have? And no. I forget. Yeah. Did you no, move I'm here so first? Interested. I moved to weirdly Guatemala first. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yes. How did you end up Maybe here, next then? month I can bring yeah. you some Guatemalan treats. Oh, please. <gasps> Are you serious? Please. Bandera, in the, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the middle of January, we'd love what to else? have a little Guatemalan. What's, what am I thinking of? Um, I feel like there was a place here that, um, I just can't think of the name right now. Um, not empanadas, but <sighs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, how did you end up from Guatemala to Minnesota? Well, I was between the ages of 11 and 13 so it's just my was my parents choice and we were mm. you know held hostage against our will and brought up <laughs> right here. right it's like you just do and i'd never heard of minnesota we came here in april so we we're like this is beautiful we should Little stay here mm-hmm. do you get a chance to go back to israel yeah i was just there in june for oh, my beautiful. best friend's daughter's wedding oh that was one of the things I, the last time we talked, I was like, oh God, because you talked about the food there. I don't remember exactly how we got or what, what particularly we spoke about, but I just imagine, do, do you bring people or no, you, you've talked about maybe bringing people to like um, Israel to, sh- you know, sort of show them the food landscape there. Sure. I, I mean, all my friends always ask me to yeah, take yeah, them. Yeah. I've not, I've never thought of doing it in any organized fashion. You put totally a, put a bug in Andrew Zimmern's ear, though, that if he wants to collaborate on something, sure. Okay. But yeah, yeah, it's it's the the best food in the world. Of course, I think that. But yeah, what's your favorite thing to eat when you go? Hummus. Oh, is there a special way that is? We're really doing hummus? it all wrong. I'm sure. Uh, there's a few places in town that do it right. Absolutely. Do you want to name any of them? I do. World Street Kitchen. Oh, okay. Oh, the yeah. absolute best. The yeah. hummus, at, or hummus um, at Mara. Have you been to Mara No, yet? I have not been to Mara yet. Spot on. Spot on. Okay. But yes, World Street Kitchen is the go-to. All right. If you guys are just joining us, by the way, we're talking to Alex Laudner, food writer. What else have you been writing about lately? Or what else have you been really excited about when it comes to you know food and in and around the Twin Cities? I just finished... Uh, segue to tomorrow i just finished a kids uh places to take your kids piece for eater twin cities and i'll be on with the stephanie's tomorrow to talk about that right now we're really focused on the holidays so i just finished a new year's eve dinner roundup i'm working on a winter dessert where to get winter desserts roundup okay oh that's always a like a hard thing i find like jamie and i'll be like oh let's go grab dessert somewhere and Mm -hmm. then you just forget all of the great places that there are right so she's going to be able to remind you and something you know all the comforting desserts that you want right now that you can just tuck into uh this whole thing was launched by a dessert that i had at red rabbit they have a sticky toffee cake that's just (sighs) 
I've heard Jason talk about oh, that. Um, yeah, you just you want to take that home, sit in front of the fireplace. You're good. Winter is good. Yeah, no dinner, just eat. Oh, that. Yeah, no. Yum, <laughs> no. sticky toffee cake. What's? Oh. Do you have a favorite dawn like sort of go to dessert comfort experience? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sticky toffee mm-hmm. cake, I think of things like just a good slice of chocolate cake is really hard to do sometimes. Like a good piece. Right. Of rich, What's your fudgy, favorite chocolate cake? Oh gosh, that somebody does. Yeah. Oh, now see it. I know everyone puts me on the spot like that too. So now I'm. Yeah, no, your turnabout people is People find fair out play. what I do, and they're just like, "Okay, where should I? Where should I go?" <laughs> mm, well, okay. Yeah, no, that's a really hard question because yes. nothing is coming top of mind recently. Right. Cafe latte. Yeah, well, there's this classic, mm-hmm, right? right? Cafe latte for sure, right. absolutely. Um, but but again, it's one of those things where you want a piece of chocolate cake, and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know, where do I go? And maybe you'll think a cafe latte, but it's good to have, you know. Something that you're hopefully going to put together that people can open up and go, oh yeah, right. Like well, five I just I, can try. I just finished for Eater. We're doing our year end roundup, and we had to answer a questionnaire. What's your most exciting opening of 2022? What's the what's was your favorite meal of 22? And you think it'd be so easy, so top of mind, but I had to really think. I it just sort of leaves your brain as soon as you write the piece, you send, you push send, and it just I can't retain all that information. So yeah. I had to actually ask my friend, where did we have a really yeah, you have to go through your calendar and go, oh, yeah, I did right. go there. What right. did I have? Was there a favorite new opening, like new restaurant experience you had that you can think of top of mind this year? And see, I literally wrote this last night and I oh, could okay. not tell you what I said. That's fine. Probably Mara. <laughs> Probably Mara. Mara. Right. Oh, just look a... that up on Hennepin, right? Yeah, it's, okay. it's in the uh, the brand new that's Four Gavin Seasons. That's Gavin Kaysen, right? Gavin Kaysen, right. Four... right. From... Our first Four Seasons Hotel in Minnesota. From Spoon and Stable, and people have raved about that place. Since it's it just, oh, uh, it's so beautiful. It's hospitality first. It's food first. It's environment. It's just beautiful. One of the Gosh. most surprising things, and I don't know what you think. If you guys are just uh, joining us, we're talking to Alex Laudner about food because we love food. Who doesn't I've love completely food? hijack this segment? I appreciate it Trust because me, it's, it's fine. It's it's uh, right up my alley. One of the most surprising places I ate this year was the new Little Tijuana's. I know. It's just, I, uh, it okay. was, it was, I, I have thoughts. Yes. And I'd love to hear what yours are, but it's, it was this old classic mm-hmm. and now it's become something new and different right. and it's different. Oh, I know. And that yeah, was the hard is. part mm-hmm. for me to get mm-hmm. over, but we went most recently again, uh, maybe a month ago and I was like, okay, right. I'm, I'm back to, I, I I'm fine with this. And I know that sounds, you know, particular, but it's because we had such strong feelings for Little Tijuana's right in up, uh, well, what would you call that? It's Nicolette, a Nicolet. It's East right Street. next to, I was just there. It's right around the corner from Glamdolls. Did you have thoughts about it? I, well, I feel the same way I feel about Nyes. Yeah. Or I know that the biggest shock for uh, closing was Williams yeah. in Uptown. Mm-hmm. Not this is not a place you go to a lot, but when they, when they close it, wait, wait, wait. wait. I, yes. I, I, I I don't know that I've been there in 30 years, but it was always going to be there for me. And Nyes was the same way. And I've been in a new Nyes. Have you been in the new Nyes? I have not. No. It's, I think if you walked in, just like with Little T's, if you walked in, you'd never been to the old space, you would probably have a great experience. Yeah. But those of us who practically grew up going so to Nyes is about just it. not, I, I can't get well, behind it. Our tradition was to always after Pride roll up to Little T's and Little T's for those who don't know, because I know a lot of people are like, what is this Little Tijuana you're talking about? But it's, uh, you know, it was sort of like a, 
you know, what would you even call it? Just like pretty good divey. dive bar, mm-hmm. Mexican food. You know, they had the best things was the tortilla chips that they would double fry and they would you would ask for your chips either wet or dry or regular, I think just and we always got them wet because then they're extra greasy. Yep. And, and they had the bubbles a little bit. Oh, mm-hmm. They were so good. And they had burgers. Weirdly, they had a grill in the back and they would make the most right. amazing char grilled burgers. And so now the new little Tijuana doesn't do that anymore, but mm-hmm. they do great things in their own right. Exactly. It's just not the same, right? Exactly. Which was hard to get used to. Sure. As as are these other places that yeah. I'm mentioning. You walk in, you're like, this is beautiful. They're doing a great job. It's clean. But if what you're, you're it's soulless in the way that you're you're missing the soul of the old place. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to be fantastic exactly. in its own right. Exactly. Just don't go in there expecting that these cleaned up little teas. Yeah. <laughs> which needed to be done. Let's let's be honest. Yes. No. I mean, the, you know, the 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 other thing was they used to always put what paper on uh, for the for the uh, crayons. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. you could draw on your on right. your um. People place don't do that have no anymore. words. Tablecloth. Yeah, they Sorry. just would roll out. You know, they had a yeah, big roll yeah, of white yeah, paper, yeah, yeah. cut it off, stick it on your table, throw some greasy chips, mm-hmm. and you would just color while you were waiting for your food. Oh, right. so good. I no believe that, that we picked up food. Would this be when we did um, our project down at Dirty at MCAD? Yes. Would yes, we have gone to absolutely. a little too? That's, I have been there. Okay, yep. right yeah. there. Yeah, it and was, that was fantastic. Before. Yeah, right. Right. Um, and now it's good again. It's just not the same, and it's not. It's not the same. So you just have to kind of expect that. I will say they've kept a little bit of the vibe. The rest, you know, the... It's, they didn't it's, move anything around too yeah, much. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And it, I'm just I'm just grateful it's there. It's yeah. better than it being gone completely and turned totally. into, you know, the office, the lobby of a condo or something. Yeah, exactly. I would mm-hmm. like to give my um, chocolate cake answer. Ooh, Please. The Lexington has oh. a six-layer chocolate cake with caramel sauce. That is like, I've had that. Oh my gosh, uh, you get it and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, well, that's probably the best chocolate cake I've ever had. Good to know. I've it's never one, had that. It's one of those desserts that you order for the entire table and thinking, I'm just going to have a little bite. Oh, that exactly And then you actually have like a fight over it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, no, I offered and then they clearly saw how delighted I was with it. And they're like, well, we're not going to take any now. I'm like, don't you just want to bite? And they're like, no, I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> you're like, I'm fine like, with no. that anyway. Keep talking, and it's so moist you could definitely take it home and eat it eat it at midnight with a glass of milk. That uh, is true. Yes. Oh, okay. Boy. Well, I know what's on my list. You're Alex, done. thank you so much thank for joining you. us Thanks again for me stay. and Absolutely. bringing us treats. Did we talk about Zoe? Yes, we did. Yeah, okay, you did good. talk about Zoe, and you are going to be on with the Stephs tomorrow uh, during the weekly dish. At some point, yes, I don't remember the time. And do you have like a website you push people to, or just social media? Just social media. Alex, L-O-D-N-E-R. Correct. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good to see you. Thank you. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Happy holidays. And uh, we'll be right back. Thank you. You too. We'll be right back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Every pure intention ends when the good times. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's, it's an a adventure, Friday. All right. Yes, it is. We're all running around cleaning up sugar. And we're trying to get so things Lori and clean Julie in don't here. Yell at That's us. right. We got to make it nice for the girls. Hey, I heard that you uh, have a couple reality shows you're super excited about. I am. I did not know about either of these. Okay, well, let's first talk about Jason Momoa's new reality show. Yes, please. It is called is it The called Climb. Jason takes his shirt off and it is. talks to us about anything. Oh, you're half right about that. Oh, Actually, really? yes. It is called Jason. It's called The Climb. 
It's on HBO Max. It'll be starting soon, and it is a rock climbing competition. Oh. And I don't know why anyone hasn't thought of this before to put on reality TV. I love any type of alternative sport that's dangerous and um, exhilarating, and I'm just, I'm really excited about it, and I believe we have some audio for it. Ten climbers will go head-to-head for a $100,000 prize and a sponsorship with Piranha. There is this place called Wadi Ram. It's really thrilling. Beast. I'm equally daunting. We're going to keep you guys on your toes. No pun intended. Begin climbing now. When you're pushing your limits. I threw it. It's like way off route. Most of the time, you do fail. I don't think I can. That would be a really big fall. <laughs> but once in a while, it happens. You can do it! There we go. That's where the magic is. That's awesome. See, these people have been climbing for as long as I've been alive. You've got your 20-year-olds and your 30-year-olds, and there's me, 53. Yes. Why am I here? It's a sexy piece of rock. <laughs> they made a step outside the comfort zone, and... Here it is. Even if you're a great climber, it's scary. Your life is in your own hands. That's a lot of blood. There's no room to struggle mentally here. Sometimes life can surprise you. Come on. You find yourself on top of the world. Oh my gosh. Okay. I came for Jason Momoa. Are you really here for all the climbing and stuff? Yes. Well, I didn't know this about you. Oh my gosh. Um, so the sport, I, I in the in the trailer that you see, mm-hmm. they show you these climbers get to go to places all over the world to climb rocks. mountains and rocks that are not accessible to them usually. So they get that that opportunity. There's a prize involved, multicultural. You've got people of all ages doing this, and uh, they also show you like when you're watching it. Apparently, you get to see like. This is a 33-degree angle. This is 18 feet. Then they're going to go up this, which is straight, and then they're going to hang upside down. So it's like a diagram that you get to see of the difficulty of the climb. This is terrifying. Can they die doing this? Um, well, I mean, it isn't free climbing. They are. They have a harness on. Okay, so and these, a, yeah, these aren't just like... Because that seems like that would be a recipe for television disaster. Now, some of them, the ones that are above water... Like above the ocean? Well, there's some underwater? No, no. But they're climbing above the water and they aren't free climbing there. So they will fall into the water. Oh my God, that's still. I don't want to do that. (laughs) You're not into this? this? I'm not above the water, but I am really, I always wanted to do this. Why haven't, have you gone to like any of the climbing places here? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. When I first moved here before I got into a relationship. (laughs) But um, I've always, I've, I've been out. In the wild climbing with my skydive friends, the my skydiver friends yeah. did this a lot. One of the, the really experienced ones because of the upper body strength that you gain okay. doing rock climbing. And it kind of goes hand in hand because when you're skydiving to control your parachute, it's a lot of upper body strength and to land your parachute. I find the climbing people that I've met in my life are incredibly intense human beings. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not like, to, do you find not that fun? to be true? No, I, oh, no, no, I'm not. It wasn't a judgment. Oh, I'm just sure. saying like they're like into it because they're like, for example, I, I worked out with a guy who was into climbing and, mm-hmm. you know, he like 
he'd be like, well, what do you do? And I'd say, what do you do in this weekend? And he'd be like, oh, we're going to X, Y, Z thing. And like, there was always something to climb. And they were just like soup, like when they would travel, they would go to mm-hmm. places that they could so do they some could climbing. Climb, right. Yeah. 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 I think it just depends on what kind of group you're into. Yeah. The skydiving people well, are fun. I would fun, say but... the skydiving slash rock climbing people those got to be intense people because I want wild. zero part of either. Oh, I do not want to fall off a rock. Okay, and I do not want to jump out of a plane. Okay, that's okay. We can definitely have different. Oh yeah, yeah, no, totally. I'm this. fascinated though. Like I'm fascinated by people who love that. It's just to me, it's terrifying. Well, it's a mental challenge for yourself. It's really me against me. That's what I love about things like this. Isn't it you against like? The rock. gravity, <laughs> yeah, kind of. But like, I control. It's the ultimate. Like, but when, do you? Uh, yes. There's a lot of control in these sports, so it's so pre- It's almost like baking. It's precise. I hope we have time to talk about. Yeah, no, we the will, next girl. One. And if we don't, we'll take it to the next because okay, I'm let's, fascinated. Okay, let's talk more about this yeah. then. So with me, and listen, I do not skydive anymore. I haven't in a very long time. But yeah. when I was, I would love to get back into it, but. Uh, when I was, um, it was like everything is so like you do this at this time and this at this time. Like you have to keep your mind in the moment. Yeah, and or so you'll much, die. Uh, you n- not necessarily if you were to pass out or something, you have a reserve parachute that'll go off. Okay. At a certain feet if you don't deploy your parachute. But um, <sighs> just, no, it's just it was so like um it was such a challenge. Where was I going? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you were talking about how skydiving is just like very intentional. You have to, it's, it's, inten- it's oh, a lot of work. It forces you to be in the moment. And yeah. I am usually dreaming about the future. I have an imagination train going on all the time. Yeah. And to force myself in the current moment. Like you is can't think difficult. about anything else because otherwise you'll die. Yeah, you have to go. I have to look at my altimeter. I don't trust every, myself. I have to go like this. Look at my altimeter. Yeah. Right, myself. I have to know what altitude I'm at at all times because I have to pull my parachute at a certain time. You can wait a little when longer. When was the last time you parachuted? It was 20, 2014. Okay. Yeah. And do you want to do it again? I do want to do it again. Remind us what this show was again. I'm sorry. It's called I took The Climb track. HBO Max with Jason Momoa. He will have his shirt off climbing up rocks. I'm all in. See, I'll just turn away when they're climbing the really steep things that give me looks hives. So interesting. I love when we it. come back, will you tell us about the other show the that other you're excited one about? Is super weird. All right, I can't wait. We'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.